Hi everyone, welcome back to the MedBullet Step 2 and 3 podcast. In today's episode, we cover the topic of medical error analysis found under the stats section at medbullets.com. Let's begin with a clinical snapshot. An academic medical center had 15 cases of adenovirus infection amongst patients on the medicine floor over the course of two weeks. An investigative committee performs a root cause analysis to determine the cause of this outbreak in hopes to prevent future outbreaks from occurring. Let's continue by discussing root cause analysis in more detail. This is defined as a problem-solving method that focuses on finding the cause or the root of a medical error in order to identify preventative measures which are subsequently implemented. The root cause analysis attempts to answer what happened, why did it occur, and how can we prevent this from occurring again. This technique is applied after the medical error occurs in order to prevent it from occurring. Now let's discuss failure mode and effects analysis, or FMEA. This is defined as a technique used to evaluate risks in order to identify and eliminate known failures, potential failures, and systemic design process and service issues. This technique is applied to prevent medical errors from occurring in the first place. Now that we've discussed the major points relating to medical error analysis, let's walk through a question to apply what we've learned and get a sense of how the topic might be tested. For this question, consider the following clinical scenario. At a local community hospital staffed only by attending physicians, it is noted that the time to tissue plasminogen activator administration in suspected stroke patients is roughly 10 minutes from presentation. At a teaching hospital with residents, the time to tissue plasminogen activator administration is roughly two hours. This has led to many adverse outcomes and increased morbidity at the teaching hospital. Which of the following is the most appropriate next step in further elucidating the problem? And the answer choices are, choice one, automatically consult neurology for patients with concerning neurologic symptoms. Choice two, empirically scan patients with concerning neurologic symptoms. Choice three, improve resident education. Choice four, perform a root cause analysis of the process. Or choice five, perform a systems-based approach implementation. The best answer to this question is, choice four, perform a root cause analysis of the process. This case outlines a delay in treating strokes at a teaching hospital. To determine the underlying cause, a root cause analysis to determine the underlying issue is the most appropriate way to begin to address this issue. When a problem is found in healthcare, it is important to elucidate the underlying cause. A root cause analysis is the current preferred method of determining the underlying cause of a problem. A root cause analysis outlines all the people, materials, equipment, and processes in place and outlines them. It then locates the problem and attempts to find the breakdown or issue in all of these inputs that lead to the problem. Once the problem is identified, then a strategy or intervention can be implemented to fix the underlying problem. Let's also discuss why the other choices are incorrect. Choice 1. Automatically consulting neurology for patients with concerning neurologic symptoms may be appropriate if the issue was lack of access to timely neurologist assessment in the workup of stroke. While many hospitals have this as a default for patients with stroke-like symptoms, it would be premature to implement this as a solution without a root cause analysis to first determine what the problem is. Choice 2. Empirically scanning patients with concerning neurologic symptoms would be wasteful and not plausible in a healthcare system. 
There are many concerning neurologic chief complaints, including those that originate in the brain, the spine, or the peripheral nerves. Thus, merely CT scanning everyone with a neurological chief complaint is an inefficient use of resources. Choice 3. Improving resident education is assuming that the problem is a lack of knowledge based on the residents. Before proposing a solution, it is important to first find the underlying cause and address said cause as the delayed intervention may not be the fault of the residents. Choice 5. A systems-based approach is the best solution when fixing a medical error. However, a root cause analysis is first needed to determine which solution is needed. If an error in the process is noted, a systems-based approach would be the best method to address it. Finally, a bullet summary. When an error is noted in patient care, the most appropriate initial step in fixing the issue is conducting a root cause analysis. That's all for this review about medical error analysis. We hope that was helpful. This is the MedBullets Step 2 and 3 podcast, a daily audio review session for MedBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. As a reminder, you can follow along with these podcast episodes by reviewing the topics directly on MedBullets.com. You can listen to these episodes on the MedBullets website or phone app while reading through the topic. If the MedBullets podcast has been valuable to you, we'd be thrilled if you consider leaving us a five-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all tomorrow, right here, on the MedBullet Step 2 and 3 podcast.